What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Geno Time Podcast here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online. Tom Westrom here with Nicole Yang, Chris Grenham. And guys, let's start with just a giant congratulations to our good friend, Chris Grenham, who has some big news to share. I am not one to dance on anyone's grave here. I don't support anyone losing their job. However, if I were to, I have been working for this day for a long time, promoting Scott Brooks, leaving the Washington Wizards for quite some time. He's a very nice man. He's a very bad basketball coach, and he just did not work with the Wizards. So he is officially parting ways with the organization. It is a tremendous day for the large Wizards fan base that listens to this podcast. So I'm very, very happy that I can uh, confirm that I have seen Woj's tweet as a uh, as others have. So it's it's a great day for the Wizards in all seriousness. That should help them start to move forward, ideally. I feel like you had kind of already accepted that he was going to stay. So this must have been like a pleasant surprise for you. Oh, 100%. I was so set on Ted Leonsis bringing him back on like a multi-year deal because Ted loves being a middling team. And I had come to accept the fact that he was coming back. So this was a very pleasant surprise on this Wednesday morning. Like that went pretty directly against what Russell Westbrook said, right? Like it wasn't Westbrook just basically like, I see absolutely no reason to get rid of this guy. Yeah. I mean, all the players were relatively supportive of him in fairness. Like what is a player supposed to say? No, I hate right, him. Yeah, right. Like and then he goes back. So kind of tough, but yeah, Russ did support him. And I swear to God, that was one of the reasons why I thought Ted Leonsis was going to keep him because well, we didn't have that successful of a season, but do you remember when he coached Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook? That was that was pretty special. So KD to DC still alive in Ted Leonsis' mind. So <laughs> thankfully that's no longer in his in his mind. Well, again, congratulations to Grenham. And uh, that concludes the Washington Wizards portion of this podcast. <laughs> However, it is notable from a Celtics perspective for one big reason. And it's the same reason that Stan Van Gundy getting let go in New Orleans is relevant. And that is that there are now two more coaching positions on the market, which is somewhat interesting. I mean, I still think that the Celtics clearly have the best opening available. However, I am curious whether this does anything to kind of speed up their search since if they have people in mind, if those people, you know, if they if they really like, you know, for example, Ime Udoka or, or somebody like that and they want to hire that person, maybe another team swoops in first and, you know, is like, hey, you don't know what's going on with the Celtics position. You know, we want to hire you. I, I, I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? How do you think this affects if this affects the Celtics search? I mean, I think there's definitely an impact just because we objectively think the Celtics opening is the best one, but you don't know about each individual's like preferences in terms of setup, in terms of expectation, in terms of promises that an organization can make to them. You don't know what each individual candidate is after. Maybe they have particular attachments to certain teams or cities. So I think they definitely want to maybe not speed things up because I don't think Brad will let that hinder his very thorough search. But it has to be on their mind because now there's what, like five total openings? Yeah, five or six. Yeah, five, five, yeah. I feel like it's only natural for the urgency factor now to come into play, even if they're going to still make it a point. Six take openings. Their time. Six openings. <laughs> I think it's only natural for the urgency to come into play here because even though I agree, maybe we're biased because we cover the team, I do think the Celtics still have the best opening on the market, but the competition keeps growing. I think it's only natural for the urgency to come into play, but I don't think Brad Stevens is going to rush by any means and say, I, I need Ime Udoka. Let's go grab him and not do our due diligence on him, her, her, like whatever. So I do think they'll still go through as many candidates as they initially planned, but they might try to push the envelope a little bit more than they initially did. 
Because you could make a case for, like, all the teams involved. Like, the Pelicans have totally. Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Like, the Wizards have Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Right, Grenholm? Sell us on the Wizards. <laughs> yep, don't forget about Daniel Gafford. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I... Nicole, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, but, Nicole, I think that's right. Like, I think the Celtics are still definitely the top of the pecking order. But, like, I think the Pelicans are kind of close. Here's the thing. Zion Williamson has had three coaches in three seasons, and the Pelicans are going to be looking to build some continuity. So if you're a coach and you're looking at that Pelicans job, it's like, if I can get that one, if they feel good about me, they're probably going to want to hang on to me for a minute. Plus, I'm going to be coaching Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. And, like, that's a big selling point with the Celtics is I'm going to be coaching Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And, again, the Celtics are kind of the storied franchise, and, and they're another team that likes to hang on to coaches for a while, that likes to have some continuity. But all that said, they're certainly not the only good job on the market. That's for sure. Continuing down the list, like in Portland, you get to coach Dame and CJ potentially. Like Probably. <laughs> Indiana's probably in the Magic are some harder sells, but you could still make a case. Down there for with the Wizards, team. for sure. <laughs> so uh. I don't think, but like Grenham said too, I don't think this means Brad's all of a sudden going to feel the pressure and be like, oh, we've got to name a coach like quick. Like, I think he's still confident in his choices and his search process. But I do think the competition isn't just like, oh, like no big deal. Like there's no effect at all. If there's a top coaching candidate out there who gets a good offer from New Orleans, I don't necessarily think that he or she is going to wait around for the Celtics job. Sure. It depends person by person. Maybe someone will. But I don't think that's a given like I initially thought it was when I was looking at some of the other positions. Because if there's a good offer from, say, Orlando, say we're talking Chauncey Billups here or Ime Udoka, and they get a good offer from the Magic, I think they might wait around to hear the Celtics offer. If that's the case with New Orleans, I don't necessarily think that's the case. So I just think these added openings throw kind of a wrench into maybe some of the Celtics plans and, and just not a wrench, but just like makes it a little more complicated. Definitely. Although I will say, I think that the Celtics' best coaching option might be like more willing to hang around and wait for the Celtics, because I still think it's Carol Lawson. You know, if she was the choice, I do have a hard time seeing her go anywhere besides Boston, because I think part of the appeal for her would be like she has a prior relationship with all these players, you know, prior relationship with the franchise. The franchise feels a certain type of way about her. It Like, you know, maybe if like Portland was like, hey, Carol, like, you know, are you interested? I feel like then it, she might be more likely to say, I got some unfinished business at Duke. It does feel like with somebody like her, the Celtics might be higher on the list. She has the busiest schedule coming up with yeah, she's, she's announcing at the Olympics. She's coaching, I think, the like the three on three like USA team. She like very busy offseason. So I would not like to have her schedule. I would like to have a relaxing summer. It would be kind of wild if Carol Lawson did get hired and then she had to announce her future superstar at the uh, in Tokyo. Olympics. Yeah, in Tokyo. Would <laughs> um, she get charged with tampering if she's saying nice things about like Damian Lillard on the on the broadcast? Yeah, right. Would she have she, to go full Danny Ainge play by play and just not speak about the? Of, I would yeah. imagine that she would no longer continue I, in that role. I think that's right. Yeah, that for content's sake, I hope she would not. I hope she would stick around and really put <laughs> put at risk some some tampering issues. The Celtics just like bake in the tampering issues into like her salary. They're just like, yeah. all right, we know you're going to get about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of fines. We will pay you that. Up no, front. the <laughs> broadcast would just be silent. It would be like Danny Ainge calling the <laughs> yeah. game with Scout where anytime he said anything right. about the other team, Danny just would not respond. <laughs> Which is also good content, but... Great content. It honestly was pretty good content. Yeah. It was. It was. Scowling a one-man booth on one half of the court. <laughs> well, that brings us to topic number two here. Jason Wait, Jerome, Jerome leaving. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we should touch on that too. Yeah, Jerome Allen um, is gone. 
like it just it just didn't make any sense i feel like for like assistant coaches on the celtics to pass up job opportunities elsewhere i'm sure the celtics organization gave them their the interviews first so that they could tell them yes or no so that they could go on and look for for positions elsewhere the celtics are probably going to lose some good assistant coaches as a result of this there's a lot of good assistant coaches out there but it will be um it will be a very new look coaching staff the celtics have a good staff you're right and so they are going to lose some some pretty good coaches in the next couple months i think that's kind of inevitable i think the three of us sort of figured that jerome allen might be heading elsewhere when mark spears came out with a report that he was getting attention from detroit one of you guys texted in our group chat like yeah he's gone and it, it made sense just because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the celtics to go the internal route because they're trying to shake things up so even though I'm sure Jerome Allen, Jay Laranega, a couple of these guys would do a really good job with this position, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense for them to go the internal route. And so for any of those guys to take a better job elsewhere, it just made total sense. So I don't think Jerome Allen thought twice about taking that job, if I'm being honest. And you don't know who they're going to hire for a head coach. You don't know yeah. what that head coach plans to do with the staff. So if you have a good job that you like and are willing to take, it's a no-brainer. And also, if you're another team that's interested in hiring Jay Larinaga or Scott Morrison or whoever, it would be smart to start trying to poach these guys now because you could, you legitimately, you could get probably anybody on the Celtics staff if you're interested. Like, I wonder, I, I would not be surprised at all if Dwayne Casey immediately saw, you know, Brad Stevens is, is going to be president of basketball operations. There's going to be a new head coach. I would not be surprised at all if that text from Dwayne Casey was very quick after the news drops <laughs> to Jerome Allen. Because again, if you like any of these guys, if you think any of them are going to be like great additions to your staff, they're probably extremely gettable right now. All right, so moving on to Jason Tatum is going to play Team USA this summer. Credit the young man. Uh, you only get so many opportunities to try to win a gold medal. And I think, you know, this is an opportunity for him to be a, a superstar on, on, a, on a national team. Like, that's pretty cool. This is a, a lot of basketball for Jason Tatum over the last few years. And he must, you know, he must be feeling pretty good if he, if he feels like he can go do this. But if I'm the Celtics, I'm, I have some, some minor concerns about uh, Tatum putting even more miles on his legs at this stage. See, I don't really get the criticism of the decision. I think Tatum is young. He's only, I mean, he's not 19 anymore, but he's what, 23? He's a young guy. If he wants to compete in the Olympics, he's the first Celtic to do so since Larry Bird. So it's been a while. Like, it's not like everybody gets this opportunity. So if it means something to him, like, let him do it. And it's probably a good opportunity for him. I mean, hopefully this works out in the Celtics' favor and not doesn't result in him leaving, but it's a good time for him to spend time with other superstars, maybe start some recruiting, maybe start some planning of a future super team. Like, it's been known that that Heat team, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron James, like, that started at the 2008 Olympics. Like, that's when they sort of hatched that plan. So... I don't think it's a big deal that he's playing like the Olympics. Yeah, it's more basketball, but he would be working out anyway. It's not going to be like an extremely demanding workload. I think he should enjoy it and have fun because again, it's not like it's every year. It's going to be another, I guess, three years because of the delay now. But also we know marketing is important to Jason Tatum, like despite his rough commercials at points, like he has said that he wants to be like in movies, in commercials, like he wants to be that marketable guy. LeBron James isn't going like none of the big stars are going like he might be the face of USA basketball. Like this could work out very well for him, both on the court and off the court. So I really don't understand like the criticisms about him deciding to go. Mine is not a criticism of him. Mine is more, we've been through this completely unprecedented stretch of basketball. 
where there was the the Team USA hoops. There was like this weird, like lengthy break. We just have no real precedent for the type of schedule that these guys have had. Again, Nicole, you're 100%. Obviously, you're 100% right. If he wants to do this, like he should do it. He should try to win a gold medal. He should be the face of the franchise. He should he should build these opportunities. I didn't mean like the Celtics should encourage him not to. I just meant like I would understand being somewhat concerned just based on the fact that, again, these guys have been through a schedule that we have literally never seen before. And there's really no way to kind of predict how this is going to impact guys' bodies. For that reason, I think that's why you'll see a lot of the veterans not go. Like LeBron James, of course, has Space Jam and like other responsibilities. But I think you'll see those older guys probably not go to take care of their bodies. And they've also done it before. Like he has never experienced this. He's young and he's healthy. I think it's a no-brainer. And I don't know why people would have expected otherwise. Yeah, I'll be honest. My first reaction when I saw Chris Haynes report it was kind of similar to Tom's in the sense that I bet the Celtics might not be thrilled about this. I'm sure they would have preferred if he could have rested because he hasn't had an offseason in so long. But the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. It's the first opportunity to arguably like lead the Olympic team. That's a really cool opportunity. I think Andrew Doxy from Celtics blog did a good job of like summing up the way we should all think about it. He said Tatum knows his body more than the rest of us. He's yep. going to have two months off. If he wants to hoop at the Olympics, it's cool to hoop at the Olympics. More power to him. And I think that's like bingo right there. If you had the opportunity to play basketball at the Olympics, wouldn't you? So it makes sense. And he did get some time off because the Celtics didn't make a deep playoff run. And you're right. There's going to be a lot of endorsement opportunities in the Olympics. The Olympics open up a lot of doors for these guys. So I just think it makes a ton of sense. And from a sense of when I first reacted to it, I was like, oh, man, he should probably rest. I don't know his body. I don't know what he's really going through. So, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a cool opportunity for him. And I don't think someone like Brad Stevens is going to be like angry by any means. But I don't think the Celtics would have been mad if he decided to take it off. I think that's important to know. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, like, again, you mentioned kind of the recruiting aspect of this. It'll be interesting to see, like, what bonds are sort of formed because we've seen we've seen Celtics guys become really good friends with guys on other like Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell seem like super good pals after you know after their time playing for Team USA basketball and it'll be interesting to see what what relationship Tatum forms because like I think the Celtics we've talked about it before I think the Celtics over the next like you know two three years are gonna be real focused on trying to uh, make Jason Tatum happy you know, if there's a couple of guys or if there's a little crew of guys who like end up pretty tight on on this team like you know Jalen and, and and Donovan Mitchell seem to be i mean i mean we'll, we'll see it'll be interesting to see if the celtics take a run at them just again to just to keep tatum kind of happy just scanning through the finalists there is one name that sticks out to me and his name is bradley beal <laughs> i really thought you were gonna say a bam out of bio <laughs> i mean that would be a nice duo i mean didn't didn't Woj report that popovich was pretty confident that he'd get a commitment from both tatum and beal yeah, so they're going to have a good time. I think Beal is the Celtics' like best case scenario for this too because like some of these guys like if you're Bam and you're recruiting Tatum, I mean Miami's a pretty good sell. Like like Miami's like warm yeah. and beachy and it's still a big market where there's all kinds of endorsement opportunities. If it's Beal and Tatum, you know, talking and kind of palling it up, then it's like okay, like the better situation is definitely Boston. So I think uh, Celtics should really like, oh man, Jason, it's so cool you get a chance to go hang out with your childhood best friend you can hang out with your childhood best friend a lot and enjoy yourself like you know my that. other takeaway is here real quick this is not useful at all the usa basketball website desperately needs to update some of these photos andre drummond has braces in these photos <laughs> anthony davis looks like he's 15 so does steph curry like these are they need to update these photos yeah 
The other Tatum-related news probably worth touching on is that he did not make an All-NBA team. So he will miss out on $32 million over the course of his contract. That makes the Celtics' salary tax bill a little bit less. I mean, especially if, if they you know do some, some re-signing this summer. Again, I'm still not 100% certain that I think that this is going to... I still think that there's a chance that they have to reshuffle some things because I don't think management is going to look at this team and see a contender. But, I mean, any any amount helps if you're you know not willing to just like spend and spend and spend uh Celtics catch catch a little bit of a break that I'm sure they will be extremely private and celebrating yeah I mean from a financial standpoint the Celtics Wick Grossbeck and Steve Pelluga I'm sure let out like a little bit of a sigh of relief or something for sure the format was kind of odd in terms of the voting right because he so he was eligible as both a guard and a forward and he had more votes than Kyrie who was on the third team but because he had more votes as a forward, he was listed as a forward. Did I get that correct? You did. Okay. But then he didn't yeah, have more votes than like the other forwards. Right. 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 Okay. That's got to be a tough pill to swallow for Tatum. <laughs> I would be tight. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough pill to swallow. He is still going to be an exorbitantly wealthy man. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. But, but I think outside of the money too, I think Tatum cares about these things. Like I think he, he wants to be all NBA. He really yep. wanted all star. Like I think he actually cares about the honors too. So it's not just the money. Of course, anybody would welcome a check over time time for 32 million dollars but i think it's getting snubbed that probably means more and you can't blame him i mean look like jason tatum is an awesome basketball player of course these individual accolades mean something and of course you want to win basketball games and you want to be a champion and all of that stuff and yes of course like you want to have like team accomplishments but like if you're an mvp if you're an all nba you know first second teamer you're making your team better it's just that it's also nice to be acknowledged individually so i think i think tatum i think it makes perfect sense for him to want this stuff too like it's like it is not any contradiction to me at all to be like yeah i really wanted to make an all nba team like even aside from the 32 million like just being acknowledged would would probably have been really nice for him all right guys well i think we can leave it there thank you everybody for listening if you have any questions comments or concerns you know where to find us and we will talk to you all again later this week